you're not getting hate, you're not doing it right. I'm sorry. If everybody loves you all the time, I feel like you're fucking with people. I feel like you're just a fucking piece of shit chameleon. We could blame it on another bad season. Welcome into the podcast, another episode of a one-man show. It is currently Thursday. Well, now it's Friday morning, midnight. Good morning. Dang. We're starting the podcast. We have our second temporary setup. Uh, we apologize if there's a little bit of echo in the audio. We're still working on, we got, you know, padding and stuff. We got to get this figured out. The new house, it's coming along. It's moving. It's, it's, I mean, here's the thing. We had a goal right when we moved in. We were like three days max to get the whole thing set up. Two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> three more days to get this whole place set up. Moving is the biggest pain in the ass, guys. Also, we just invested another couple thousand dollars in podcast equipment. So like this video so we can buy it and pay it off. Please, for the love of God. Let's go for 10,000 likes and maybe we'll let Adelia talk in the next episode. Adelia can't talk this entire episode unless wow. you like the video. Uh, they haven't liked the episode yet. But speaking Run of up the, party, the likes. Speaking of the house coming along, we're having a party on Sunday. We're going riding. Um, our Indian motorcycle is going to go on a ride and then come back mm -hmm. here, barbecue. One thing we figured out the other day. Yes. The pool guy came and we're like, we're wondering, we're sitting here, we're watching the pool drain. And Pearson's like, oh, it's evaporation. And I'm like, all right, Did cool. I say that? Yeah, you're like, oh, it's evaporating into the <laughs> air. <laughs> so we fill up the pool for probably like four or five hours. Bro, it, well, okay, let's, let's say why it filled up for four to five hours. <laughs> we filled up the pool. Mark thought he turned off the hose. We go to work out and we come back and the pool is on the cusp of spilling over <laughs> so it's about to overflow and then the next day i come out there and it's like seven inches down and Bro. the pool guy's there and i'm like hey man what's good how do you turn the heater on for the pool how do you turn on the jacuzzi he's like oh man the uh that's all broken and i'm like what he's like yeah dude i told the lady that owns the house like a long time ago that all this shit was broken and it needs fixed also there's a leak in the pool it's like seeping into the ground somewhere in the hose line um, and I was like, sick, bro. That's oh, some great yeah. info that they didn't fucking tell us when we moved into this place. For real. Literally the only reason, one of the only reasons we rented this place was because of the pool. We want to have it for content. Yeah. And we can't even use it. <laughs> it's cold every time we jump in it. Granted, we're bitching about having a pool, but like it's freezing. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I li I'm like a Wim Hof advocate. But it leaks. It doesn't heat up. The jacuzzi doesn't work. So we got to get that figured out. The real reason we don't like that it's leaking is not because it's leaking. It's because it costs a fuck ton of money right. in L.A. to pay for water. Water is more valuable than gasoline out here. Yeah. And so we're going to get a massive water bill at the end of this cycle. Oh, the landlords better cover that. Ugh. Um, I went plant shopping today. Oh, yeah. How'd you feel about that? Oh, it felt really good. My mm -hmm. room is just it feels so much more alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I asked Adelia to come react for the vlog, and she's like, oh. <laughs> Go on, Adelia. Kind of like she is right now. Adelia, sh <laughs> It didn't make the vlog. I'm just going to let you guys know that. It's not. I, it cut, got cut from the edit. You literally told me to be like, okay, great. That was your reaction. I'll give me a vlog reaction. And I gave you a vlog reaction, and that didn't even make it? Nope. Oh. <gasps> Just felt too forced. Ooh. I have an acting coach if you want to. If, if she didn't genuinely like my plants, that's okay. I did. I was just sorry. I, mm -hmm. No, no. Nope. Don't say it out. Nope. Sorry, what? Nothing. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> Anyways, my vlog tomorrow. 
we're on some heaters right now. I pranked yeah. Pearson. I covered his room with pictures of his ex-girlfriend, Victoria Justice. They haven't yep. dated in like seven years. But yeah. <laughs> still your ex-girlfriend, technically. Have you dated someone since her? Yeah, I've dated a couple chicks since her. Um, Sharna was probably the only one that made it like publicly known. Got it. Um, she was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Dancer. Um, but yeah, Vic was uh, one of my first girlfriends out here. Probably actually the longest relationship I've ever been in. Two and a half years, something like that. We met on set. You know what's interesting? I've figured out that the mark in relationships where they make or break is around the two-year mark. Oh, yeah. Mark. Two-year mark. Yeah. <laughs> like it's at two years where you either decide to keep moving forward yeah. or cut that shit off. Well, I, th I think, I mean, we've talked about this, but the, the only option when you get into a relationship, there's only two options. You get married or you break up. There is no <laughs> in between. That's it. And even when you get married, you sometimes still break up. How do you feel about people that date for like seven years Bro. and still aren't engaged? My sister was in a six-year relationship. <sighs> what? Mm-hmm. Bro, how? I couldn't even tell you. And they didn't I, cu I couldn't even make a year and a half with someone or a year. Your longest one's a year and a half? My longest one's two years. See? The two-year mark. two-year mark. Mm -hmm. what? Guys, comment down below. What is your longest relationship? Outside of marriage, but dating. Yeah. Dating wise. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that two year mark where it's like it you, freaks you out. I think you fall out of love after two years, bro. Well, definitely like the the dopamine rush and the addiction. The honeymoon phase is out by the that honeymoon point. phase is out in the first like three to six months. Six months. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why you should time, only though. that's why you should only date for six months at a time. Right. That's perfect. And move on. Yeah. I mean, ah, <laughs> oh my God. yeah, it's no more fun anymore. I figured something out, the, the type of female that I'm attracted to. I just choked on my spit. <coughs> Yo, real quick. Does anybody feel wildly uncomfortable about like choking in public and then having to cough? Yo, <laughs> I will virus? literally not cough in public. I'll just, my eyes will be watering. Just, I'll be like. You're choking to death? I don't fucking cough in fuck. All the time. Nonstop. Yeah, because people are going to look at you like you have the COVID. Bro, it's so judgy. It's interesting, too, because restaurants are open back up. You obviously don't wear a mask at a restaurant, so mm -hmm. you're not going to sit there and eat your food and cut a little hole in your mask and stick your tongue out and like, you know what, what was that? What was that? What was that? But we no, went to wait, a birthday wait, what, party. What was that? <laughs> we went to a birthday party the other day, and I like posted that we were at a birthday party, and someone replied to my story and was like, no masks? And I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, bro. The gym's fucking open. You don't have to wear a mask there. Mm -hmm. Restaurants are open. You don't have to wear a mask there. What's the fucking difference if I would go to a birthday party and no one's wearing a mask? A private birthday party, let alone. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a spike in things, cases, but. Yeah. It's going to be a massive know. spike. I mean, that's what everybody's expecting. But now we have the infrastructure set up in order to handle that. That was the whole point of, like, blunting the curve so we could get the infrastructure set up. Then we realized that it, COVID wasn't as insane as we anticipated, at least the newer strains of it. And now we're at this phase of like, oh, shit, we closed down a lot of the economy. Yeah, and the stock market's been very interesting. Very weird. How have you felt about it for the last few weeks? I mean, I'm down. Yeah. But like, it's weird. It's not predictable at all. Mm -mm. Like, there's no upswing. There's no, like, it's just like... It's trading random. sideways right now. Yeah, it's really, really random. But getting back to what I was saying, right. I figured out 
the type of girl I'm attracted to, and I don't know why this is. I'm attracted to the female badass. Yeah. You yeah. always say that. Every movie I watch where a girl has like an assertive, dominant position in the movie, I'm attracted to that person. Same. Why? No, why are you? I'm asking. I don't fucking know. Bro, uh, he here's why I am. I mean, this is why I was attracted to Victoria and Sharna. She's not a female badass. She's she is victorious, a, bro. In per yeah, she is, bro. She was fucking 15 making millions of dollars. Yeah, but you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking, You're talking about, like, about like action hero badass. Yes, yes. It's the same thing in person, though. It's the same kind of person <laughs> that'll book those movies. Uh, it's it's that you're you're an assertive boss. It doesn't matter female or male. Male? Do you, have you ever been attracted to a male? <laughs> this dude just choked on the mango. <laughs> we are all not okay. We're all she just splat everywhere. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> I just splat. It's that splat. That's splat. Uh, but no, as as humans, I think this is just me speaking for me. I'm not speaking for the rest of you. As me, I'm fucking attracted to women who are badasses because they take control of who they are. They know exactly what they want in every situation. And I know for a fact that if they go traveling with a bunch of dudes or they show up on set with a bunch of rich dudes or more talented dudes or dudes with bigger dicks that ultimately they're interested in me for me and they're not going to be swayed with the crowd because they've already made up their mind. That's the most attractive thing to me in the entire world because your opinion about me isn't affected on subjective things like money or dick size or fame. Those are all things that, yeah, you can work for, and that's badass, and we're all working towards those things. We're all working, working towards, towards a big dick. dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Come on. Come on. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's a slick girl. Um, but ultimately, it's that kind of thing that builds trust in relationships is me knowing that I could leave you at a party, and you're not going to fucking, I don't know, degrade yourself to some different level of like... Uh, What's a, help me with words that I'm looking for here. Stoop. Yeah, you're not going to stoop to somebody else's level, and you're going to be like, no, no, I have, I have a lot of value in myself. I don't need to do those things in order to feel value from you because you're rich or because you're famous or because you do X, Y, and Z. It's like the girl that gets invited to the after party, but she's like, no good happens at the after party. I'm not going to go to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like she's able to make decisions for herself. Mm -hmm. It goes back to like, yeah, what you said about a girl that knows what she wants. Yeah. Like how attractive is it when you find a friend that just has a dream and has a vision? It is. But you know, what's interesting. I know their movies and I know they're acting. And I know they're playing a role, but uh -huh. I'm still attracted to them. I like <laughs> every time I watch a movie where it's a female badass, I go and look up the fucking actress and I'm like, damn, she's fucking hot. Yeah. But yeah. then I like see photos and she's like, just a normal person. And I'm like, wait, no, I want you to play your role. <laughs> Wear the leather jacket and yeah. ride a fucking motorcycle, dude. Exactly. It's really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, my friend Francis from Too Hot to Handle, uh, her and her man broke up. They Ooh. announced it publicly. It was on the trending page on YouTube. We don't know exactly what happened. I'm trying to get her over. How'd here. you guys meet? At a Dead Mount 5 concert. Oh, Dead Mount 5? Yeah. <laughs> Where at? With Chrissy, our friend. Really? Yeah, in it was at in the LA, was the Palladium ones, Palladium's the one over at in Hollywood, Hollywood right? Yeah, 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 it was at that. Um, yeah, we met there, raged on all night. 
and then I think she went back to Canada. We kept in touch. I didn't even know she did a show. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, I did this show. And I, she's like, it's supposed to be on Netflix, like, blah, blah, blah. Isn't like, that, like, the number one reality series yeah. on right now? It, was like, got huge. So I, just real quick for uh, me and Adelia's sake, um, we just want to know, uh, you interested? Hey, Francis, what's good? Hey. You single now? What's good? Hey, yo. Come by the... Uh, the the smash pad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I think I'm Delia. What do you got to say? What happened this week? Talk to yeah, us. Yeah, what happened this week? Adelia? Well, I got a new camera. Ooh, how was that? My very first camera, and it was awesome. How's it feel? It feels great. Yeah. Um, one step to female badass. One step independence. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. What's your next purchase. Computer, Ay. phone. Ay. Honestly, I'm about to just put some money down on a computer right now. You know what's great about this? Be, it's better than the stock market because this will, no matter what, make you money consistently. Facts. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to just. We're trying to teach Adelia because she's just getting in the 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 business world about investing. It takes money to make money. Yeah. Investing in yourself and buying things that are gonna make you money. Mm-hmm. And like you said, being independent. What scares mm-hmm. you the most about that? Being independent, just like buying know, things, buying things that are uh, expensive. Uh, it's because I've never, you know, used my money like that before mm-hmm. because I never had the money. But um, now that I have a little bit more money, it's scary to like give it away. Mm-hmm. But why if, do you see it as that? Why do you see it as giving it away versus investing? I don't know because I've just never invested in like my money into something before. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It just would sit there. I don't know where I just didn't have it. Did you put it under your mattress? Like you dug a hole into your mattress and you just oh. Well, this is an oh. interesting lesson, I think, for a lot of people listening because I, I was the same way when I first. Um, my parents never taught me how to invest. I kind of just like. I guess I learned it just from watching my brother, like buying mm-hmm. mowers for the landscaping company and buying trucks and new equipment all the time. I've always bought things that I, are going to make me money. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see it play out with you because you've never had your own business or been around like an own, like someone owns their business. Right. It's interesting. What about you? Have you how have you... You know, because you have everything, you know, laptop and stuff, cameras. I have everything. Do I? Including looks. (laughs) When did you start to learn how to, like, invest in yourself? Uh, I was a kid, man. I I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, did I already talk about that on the podcast? I think so, yeah. I mean, like, from a very early age, I knew that I, I would literally, I remember one of my first memories of investing, quote unquote, was my dad talked about the stock market when I was a little kid. And my uncle was a trader and I just like, I heard crazy things and you hear about like Gordon Gecko as a little kid. Who like the guy for, uh, you know, it's like the Wolf of Wall Street for the 80s. No, no, no. no. Like he was like the Wolf of Wall Street before there was a Wolf of Wall Street. Gotcha. Um, and I just heard random things. I was like, well, if you invest money, you make money. That's it. Mm -hmm. I never really understood like the concept of the markets or anything like that. And I literally picked up 10 cents off the ground and I ran out to my dad and I go, dad, buy me a stock with this. <laughs> and he looks at it and he goes, yeah, just sticks it in his pocket. But like, that was my first memory of 
thinking about investing because I wanted to make more money. I wanted that 10 cents to turn into 11 cents and then I could go buy something with it. And then I was like, okay, well that didn't quite work out the way I planned it. So I started working and then I started, I had the idea of we were driving by this farm and I saw all this like kind of empty field that wasn't being taken care of. And I asked my dad, I was like, what's, what's in that field? And he goes, uh, it looks like asparagus. And I go, who's farming that field? And he goes, I don't know. So we looked it all up. We did the whole thing. Sorry for those of you that have already heard the story. And uh, we look it all up and he finds the farmer's name and he reaches out to him. He's like, hey, my, I think I was eight or nine at the time, nine-year-old son, eight-year-old son wants to pick asparagus out of your field. And the guy was like, yeah, go for it. That's great. That field's been wild for a while now. That's uh, organic technically. So I pick it out. I'd hire friends out. I'd pay them in the morning. We'd all go out at like five or 6 a.m., and I'd sell it at my buddy's chiropractic shop for a dollar a pound, and I'd pick like 50 to 100 pounds a day. What was your first big expense that you ever made investment? Computer. In Computer? Mm-hmm. I bought my first, well, second to a camera. I bought a little Canon uh, camcorder that took uh, Mini 8 videotapes. Oh, wow. Like old-time VHS? Yeah. It wasn't uh, VHS. It was, you remember those little... They were like uh, mini DVDs. No, mini. They were actual like tapes, uh. and they were this big. I can't remember the exact name Before of it. Before my time, it was HD. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Two it, years. It was 720p. Yeah, probably pretty legit. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my first one. And then, but my biggest expense, I spent. It was my iMac, my 5G iMac, the one that I have in the garage right now. <laughs> Uh, he still has, I still thing, have though. this thing. artifact. He pulled it out the other day and I was like, what are you? I pulled pictures off of it. Uh, and that was my biggest expense. I would think I was like 14 and I worked for like three summers straight. I sold off cows and I sold off asparagus and I worked at car washes. I worked for my dad on the farm. I pulled weeds out of fields. We literally would drive a backhoe into the field. If you guys think you had a shitty job, and we would pull rocks out of thousands of acres of field for days, weeks, and then we would dig life. holes. I was in landscaping, the most boring shit. Yeah. So I cut in grass every single day from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. at yeah. night because your brother owns the company and yep. you fucking work 90 hours a week because you don't get paid overtime. <laughs> I'm sure I could sue his ass right now. Bro, yeah, I'm sure I could. Adelia, what are you looking forward to the most in, you know? this career and, and investing in yourself what uh, are your plans whoa <laughs> well it's, uh i don't know no plans <laughs> yet i'm just kind of going by the by the by the book right now why is that why haven't you planned why haven't you sat down and laid out your i mean i've like had ideas floating around mm -hmm. but you know um more like fashion-y stuff but i'm I don't know. I'm just excited for more opportunities arising and hopefully just like just learning more things. I don't know. This is a weird question. I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> why do you why is that you're always your go to that you feel uncomfortable? I what is what is uncomfortable about asking a question? I don't know because I don't I can't I can't think fast enough to tell you how I feel about what you just asked me. So I don't want to just pull something out of my ass. Got to be better at bullshitting. See, <laughs> I don't want to bullshit. 
You don't have to bullshit, but I think you do. I think you know what you want in the future, like realistically. I think you know there's certain things that you do want. Yeah. Like, give me an example of something that you know you want right now. Like, do you want a magazine? Do you want a fucking, do you want a fashion I line? want to start want my a- own clothing line. Boom. There you go. Like, not a merch line that all the YouTubers do. I want a clothing dope line. ass clothing line that I designed myself. I don't know if I would, like, make it myself, but, like, design everything and just, like, like a big girl kind of thing. Yeah. You know? What would the style be? Uh, probably like streetwear. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Dope. So no. Like what you're wearing right now, kind of stuff. Um. E-girl. Yeah, but you never know. Like the style could change in a couple of years, so it's like my mind might just like change, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, style changes quicker than the. Yeah. Body. So it could be a lot different. Pearson, are we allowed to talk about your movie updates or no? Uh, I n- okay. no. Yes. Uh, I can't say anything about it. I can't say the character that I'm playing exactly. I can mm-hmm. just say that I'm a part of it. But are we allowed to say that they're, they're going to start filming or no? Yeah. Uh, well, we can talk about this. I mean, we don't know exact dates. So Man from Toronto, the movie I booked with Kevin Hart. <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. I We don't know. We're waiting on. So a lot of things have to line up because of coronavirus. We got the giant pandemic that hit. We were supposed to start shooting like April 7th. That's been pushed indefinitely. Uh, We're looking at a soft reopening once SAG, the studios, the other unions, and the government all align on the same idea. Because I think Mm -hmm. we not only have to shoot here in America, but we also have to shoot in other parts of the world, potentially. I'm unsure of that. But, I mean, let alone, we're we're shooting in Atlanta. They're at least very open about all this. Oh, dude, get this. This is a weird headline. Bold and Beautiful. The show that I was on for two and a half years mm-hmm. now shoots all of their sex scenes with blow up dolls. What? With dolls. What do you mean? In order to abide by the new regulations of coronavirus, of coronavirus and having to stand eight feet. Cause you can't just on a set. Now you have to be eight feet away. I don't know why it's eight feet instead of six feet. What? I, dude, it makes no sense, but they want to film these sex scenes and they're like, well, we can't film a sex scene without you guys touching each other. So they got the dolls. <laughs> now they have these dummies that they're going to have film sex scenes with. <clears throat> I'm shook. How would that you is... feel about how would you feel about doing a sex scene with a dummy? That would be so weird. How do they shoot it? They just got to like <laughs> over the shoulder like fake fake the whole thing? I think so. I think they just throw on a wig and pretend it's really good That's for somebody. That's really weird. Weird. Um, you know, the gym's opened back up this week, and it's been amazing, man. I mean, I'm fucking tired. I've been working my ass off and doing the gym. But I wanted to say something that as skinny as Pearson's legs are, <laughs> this motherfucker standing jump straight up in the air, four and a half feet, 54 inches. He was just standing, and we put boxes up that yeah. totaled 54 inches, four and a half feet. Homeboy just jumps on it. That is after insane. leg day too. That's it, it's it's like jumping to my nipples from a standing position, not even running and jumping. That's impressive. I don't have reference for what is or not impressive. I just know that that was how high I could jump. I thought it was impressive. Really? I look, I looked at it. And I was <laughs> like, "There's no fucking way this dude's gonna do this." And sure enough, homie did it. 
also, when you were just talking about your movie, I reminded me I forgot to do my self tape, so I have to do that tomorrow oh, morning. That's due tomorrow. I probably have a self tape or two in there as well. Fuck me, bro. We're gonna be exhausted. It's been a tomorrow. yeah. It's been an exhausting week. I'm actually glad it's Friday. Just it's one of those few times we're actually looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. To like just sleep. I need some fucking. When does the self tape do? 12 p.m. Okay, cool. I can get it done in the morning. What do you, I mean, now that the gyms are back open, what are you experiencing now that you're like, you've had what, three and a half months, no gym, no weight, no proper weights outside of the ones that we've makeshift for ourselves. I feel a lot better. I love, you know, my therapy I've realized in me, I realized this too. I listened to a lot of motivational videos. I've said this a million fucking times, but one of the motivational videos that I've been listening to on the treadmill, it said something about successful people need like a routine in place. Yep. Everyone that's successful follows a routine. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I was so fucked for a few months. And a lot of people, because of the coronavirus, is because everyone's routine was chopped. So I felt very displaced. I didn't know, you know, everything was chaotic. And now that I'm back at the gym, back listening to motivational shit, back clearing my head, it's amazing how much better you feel when you go to the gym. Yeah. When you sweat. When you think about nothing but, like, I come up with all my ideas at the gym. Yeah. I'm just going through my head, just constantly thinking, thinking, thinking. But it's weird because I'm not thinking about my problems. I'm just thinking about, like, good shit. Concepts, ideas, new things. Do you ever feel like you get into the gym and it's like you're – it's the physical exercise of the internal demons? That's what I feel like when I get into the gym. What do you mean? So I'm physically exercising, but there's almost a cathartic experience that happens while I'm there. If I'm really pushing it, it almost feels like an emotional experience for me where I'm like, I push out every last bit of life that I have in me that's angry, that's upset, and I just leave it on the floor. It was like the way I used to do it in soccer. I'd, I'd kick the shit out of myself in soccer practice because anything that was bad that was going on at home or that was going on out in, with friends, I, I would forget about it during the act of physical exercise. So it was like an actual therapy session inside of that uh and i feel like that happens for me at the gym i don't know if you ever know if you've noticed this now that you live with me but i have a lot of it seems like a lot of times i move slow or i move on my own clock but the routines that you just talked about those are my routines that i follow no matter what so even if somebody else's schedule is moving i go nope this is my routine Mm -hmm. and i stick to it there's a couple times where i'll break routine for the sake of like i have to fucking do this but yeah, I'm sure you've noticed a couple times where you're like, dude, this fucker's so late all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I think one of my, I'm very poignant on time all the time. Mm-hmm. So like, that's always a frustrating thing for me. What I've realized living with you is you're very slow in the morning. Oh, like, it so takes slow. you a minute to get going. So mm-hmm. I know like just have some small talk in the morning, like let you do your thing. It's the, it's the sleeping pills. Yeah. He's like so slow to wake up, guys. Bro, it's I'll be on coffee number two, and he's just like, uh. I'm sitting there staring at the computer, watching stocks, and he'll say something. I'll be like, What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, it's one thing at a time. But sweetheart. he goes to bed way fucking later than me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like I'm in bed, laying in bed by like eleven. Yeah, I'm probably in bed by like three. Still hear you around and like on the phone and shit. Yeah, this dude talks to more people than I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's always on the phone talking to people about something, bro. Somebody... Walking around this fucking air pa- AirPods. That's on. why I have AirPods, bro. Why do you think I have them in so often? People are like calling. I have like thirty calls a day, and I'm like, fuck, I can 
only answer so many of these. Just be working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you say again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that we're living together, though, because I've been pushed both physically and mentally more in the past two weeks than I was in the last year. Really? Well, I mean, that's an exaggeration. The last three months. That's fair. Because living with you, obviously, you have a good physique. It pushes. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a fat tub of lard. Yeah. You You're know? not a fat tub of lard. But I don't have a six-pack <laughs> abs, so I have goals to meet there. And then just constantly creating content, pushing mm -hmm. each other, you know, having our thought-provoking conversations. Yeah. And. I'll, I, yeah, I want to praise you on that, too, is I, I find myself, you know, this world is very new to me. Mm -hmm. I'm so used to, like, classical brick and mortar cinema you know it, things move a lot slower and we're very calculated and there's a lot more strategy that goes into like you have to build out a script and then you have to pre-production and then you have to da, 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 da. this is now you grab your camera and you shoot mm -hmm. no matter what and so the learning curve for me has been wildly overwhelming but at the same time having you to mentor me on those things while i mentor you on other things has been such a nice complement of these two scenarios and i feel like it's, it's these moments that stretch me so much further and I feel more accomplished by the end of it. I feel like shit in the middle of it. <laughs> I just feel I, like constantly for the last like two and a half months, I felt like shit. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm tired. I want to take a nap. I want to fucking, I need sleep, but I feel great in the midst of that shit. Yeah. I'm sure you feel this way too, where yeah. it's like you're tired, you're exhausted. You're learning a whole new set of skills, mm -hmm. but you're like, yeah, this is fucking dope. Yeah. It's sick. Yeah, like once a, my video's posted, I'm in such a good mood. I'm yeah. like, like I want to keep going or like right. do like I'm in such a good mood. I like call my friends like, what you doing? Like watch my videos. <laughs> like Just like like and subscribe. Yeah, I don't know. That's the best part. That's been always the most rewarding part because you sit and you're like, it's war it's it sucks while you're doing it. You know, mm -hmm. we're filming this podcast right now and it's 12:30 at night and I got a self tape. I got to finish editing the vlog. You know, I got to get the podcast up. We have all these things on our schedule, but when you post and you see the fans response, like it really does go a long way. That's why like it's dope seeing positive comments and it sucks seeing negative ones. Cause they don't mm -hmm. really see the, the grind and the hustle that you put into your work and to do all that work and then have someone shit on it. Like what you're doing. Yeah. It sucks, bro. Cause yeah. it's like, Damn, bro, if only you knew the amount of work. Yeah, the amount of shit that I, I'm doing each day mm -hmm. to get this out. Mm -hmm. And if I miss one, like you get clapped and it's mm -hmm. just like there's a lot of internal pressure, I guess. Um, but yeah, guys, it's always good to see your positive comments. It's nice. It is actually when we, you know, it seems maybe uh, cavalier at times to say, Hey, we really appreciate your positivity. No, it actually like means the world. When we see like a really well thought out positive comment, we do go through and read those and that actually makes it all worth it. The most satisfying are honestly the podcast comments because people genuinely like if you're listening to this whole episode, you yeah. care. Yeah. Like you care about what we have to say and you want to listen and you want to learn. And then you guys comment like very thought provoking questions or your opinions on things and Honestly, like, even though we've talked about divisive shit on here, mm -hmm. no one's ever, like, gone off in the comments. Yeah. You know, it's always been like, oh, I respect that opinion, but here's my opinion. Yeah. Which is really dope. I think we've built, like, a very neutral audience, audience where, where you can like, have opinion. Yeah. 
without exactly. it getting fucking clapped. Not like super left, super right. Mm -hmm. I had a question for you. Mm -hmm. What's it like? Cause you started YouTube during the OG times of YouTube almost. I mean, not, not, you not weren't like the original OG, yeah. OG, but like OG vlog. You were, yeah, you were amongst like some of the, first new generation wave. new wave yeah what's that change been like for you and then also how have, how have the pressures changed it's exciting again because you see all these tiktokers coming in and it's just like us back in the day when we were making instagram skits mm -hmm. like we came into the vlog world and took over and now you see look at the tiktokers are coming into the vlog world and taking over but it's inspiring and it's motivating me and this is something that i've been looking for because everyone in my not immediate crew, but like everyone we used to hang out with kind of just gave up on social media. Mm. They stopped posting because their engagement went down. They stopped trying. And that's one thing that I'll never do is stop trying. Like I know my views aren't where they used to be back in the day, but like I'll never stop trying. And I hate when people give up on their dreams. Like if one thing fails, like try something else. Keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Like one thing I won't do is move back to Ohio and seeing the new TikTokers creating content, having fun. That's the motivating part for me is like, look, I'm, I feel like I'm the driving force of mm -hmm. our crew, right? Mm -hmm. If I stopped making videos, would you guys make videos? I mean, yeah, I would. I would you make videos shit, if I stopped right? making videos? Probably, but they probably wouldn't be as good. Without so you know. <laughs> it's, it's hard. I need a driving force too. Right. And like, so I, I, I keep an eye on like all these guys and it's refreshing to watch them having so much fun hanging out as friends again and mm -hmm. it's like that's the reason that people used to watch you know me and the boys and that's yeah. what we're trying to cultivate here it's like people having a good ass time doing what they love yeah you know what i'm saying and it feels like old times again yeah um you know i'm trying i'm trying to figure out like i need you go on the trending page and it's all tiktokers yeah they're popping right now you know but Thank God you're living with a real famous TikToker. Yeah, hopefully my Victoria Justice video goes. <laughs> it goes I'm trying, bro. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying new shit. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. How does it feel trying new shit, knowing that it could do really poorly with all the work that you've put into it? I don't know. I mean, I made a very meaningful video on the... Uh, BLM movement and that did terrible in comparison to a vlog of me kissing Adelia for a fucking clickbait thumbnail mm -hmm. which sucks because mm -hmm. it's like a meaningful impactful thing but not that kissing you is not meaningful yeah it's fine but <laughs> just one thing I've learned about YouTube bro it's a game yeah like if we're being honest it's playing a game mm -hmm. who can drive the most clicks it's just like the media like how can I get people to watch my video mm -hmm. for whatever fucking reason People love stupid relationship shit, mm -hmm. kissing, mm -hmm. sex sells, like mm -hmm. drama. It's yeah. just, it's so annoying. Like, I don't, I'll, I don't understand like why everyone is so fascinated with dating life. Yeah. Like, is Mark dating Adelia? Like, what is it? What is it? Like, why do you care, bro? Yeah. Like, why are you so invested? Like, I don't, I'll never understand that. Mm -hmm. I really won't. I think it's just fun for people to like talk about. I just think I'm so different than the, I, I think a lot of people love to have relationships and date mm -hmm. and that's what they, I don't like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't enjoy being in a relationship. 
next two of us. Like, <laughs> so three. like I, three of us, three people that don't like being in relationships. Absolutely I, not. Like I love, like I have a friend. I'm not gonna say who, but he's talking to a girl and he has to deal with like things right now that I'm just like, damn, bro. Already? Fucking, yeah, I don't fucking miss that shit. Damn. Like, give me an you example. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give me the example. Give me an example of something that he's going through. Just like he's dating this girl and uh, she, she's just not respecting the fact that they're dating and still like acts like they're single. Yikes. Ooh. So like you can't do certain things like go party with dudes when you got a dude, you know? Like, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. That shit's hard in a relationship. Yeah. It's fucked. Like, to be in a relationship and to be treating it like you're still single is, I mean, I guess it depends on each person. How long have they been single? Why is that their MO? What are they looking for? And why, you know, why is he hanging on to that? Or why is she like pushing for it? What is, what's the goal inside of that? <laughs> I couldn't fucking tell you, bro. <laughs> I ask him every day. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you guys are so stupid. Should, should we say who this guy is? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not. Let's not throw him under the bus. No, we can't throw names out there. Um, uh, but I wonder the same fucking thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I know what you're talking about just. Uh, oh, anyways, I, I said that we were going to talk about the George situation on the podcast, but mm. George isn't here. Yeah. And I don't want to like talk about it without George here. Obviously, we squashed the beef, me and George. We went like a pretty fucking long time without talking. Yeah. I could touch on it a little bit, but I want to have him on the podcast so we can discuss what actually happened. Basically, we got in a little tiffy as friends do every once in a while. And, you know, I said that we should take some time apart. Mm -hmm. Some time apart <laughs> turned into fucking six, six months, months. <laughs> because egos got involved and it yeah. was... It, that's what happens. It was just stupid, but we'll talk about it more in detail. I'll what just say I'm happy for you guys to actually like have made the amends. Yeah. It takes a lot. I mean, mending a friendship like that after that much time apart, it's so hard to pull heads out of butts. It's, it's a challenge, especially like your own. You're like, fuck, like, do I want to do this now? Is, is, yeah. is this something I want to do? It's been so long. Like, do we just leave it? Do we never <laughs> come back to it? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. Interesting experience. That's I think that's the first time that I've ever had to do that. Yeah. How'd it feel? Feels good. It feels back to normal. Yeah. I mean, not 100% normal, but... Do you feel like a burden has been lifted? Yeah, dude. I think after our podcast last week, interestingly mm -hmm. enough, we talked a lot about friendships and dishonest harmony or, mm -hmm. or honest confrontation. I reached out to a lot of people that I, you know, haven't heard from in a minute. And I was just like, I was just like, let free. Yeah. You know, let the air clear. And it felt good on my end, whether they care or not. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm cool. It's a cool, cathartic thing to happen. I got everything off my chest. I don't need. I squashed all these beefs and bugs, whatever. And I'm chilling. It's a great feeling. Back to the gym, living my life again. Out living large. Like and subscribe to his latest podcast. You guys got anything you want to talk about? I have a couple of little t tiny things. Let's hear what you want to talk down. about. 
I saw a, this is stupid, but I just thought it was funny. I saw a comment on my video saying, Adia just wants clout for Mark. Clout? From Mark? Is that why you're hanging out with me? Duh. <laughs> Boom. You heard it here first, folks. She already got it. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> what are you going to talk about about that? I just think. I don't know. I just think people, it's all like every, I feel like everyone, everyone just talks about clout, clout, clout. This person wants clout. This person wants clout. Mm -hmm. That's all I literally listen to when I'm like at places with mm -hmm. my friends. And I'm just like, can we all just like shut up and be normal people for like a second, like a second? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just like bothers me sometimes. And that's what I talked about last week about <sighs> how relevant are you right now? Yeah. And people don't give a fuck unless you're popping. Yeah, That's exactly. That's the town we live in. It's so it's crazy. Funny. It's honestly funny when fans comment shit like that. Yeah. Like, you're irrelevant. You're this. You're that. And I'm like, okay. What are cool. you? Cool. You're watching me. Yeah. I'm irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, compared to who? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not irrelevant compared to you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's true, though. Like... <laughs> Look, if fucking uh, if Justin Bieber comes down on you and goes, you're irrelevant. Yeah. You'd course. be like, <laughs> OK, yeah. yeah, then I would definitely shed a tear over here. But like, yeah. honestly, if you if you don't have I, I was listening to this, if you don't have haters, you're not doing it right. Mm -hmm. Like people are going to hate on you for just living your life. And it's like, dude, honestly, if you have the time to write out a mean comment, Mark. Or a comment, what? Oh. <laughs> You you don't so have long. enough going on in your life. I'm yeah. sorry. Mm -hmm. Like if you have time to talk shit to someone else on the internet, you don't have enough happiness in your life. Yeah. And I feel for you. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I hope you find the happiness that you deserve. But you're not going to find it mm -hmm. watching YouTube videos and continuing to not do anything with your life. Yeah. Yeah. I watch YouTube videos. I mean, look, I'm not saying that all people that watch YouTube videos are not doing anything in their lives. I watch YouTube videos yeah. for different purposes than other people. I watch them for research and sometimes for entertainment, but or knowledge, but knowledge, knowledge, <laughs> but mostly for research to yeah. see what people are watching. It's my job. It's like you, you watch movies right. to see what, how you to act, see yeah. what shots to make, see mm -hmm. how to color correct, what lenses to use, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's your yeah. job. You want to be better at it. Yeah. It's smart. I mean, to both of your guys' points, haters, clout. I think a lot of times people get so mixed up in what it looks like versus what it is. We have a perception of reality and you guys are only seeing what we're allowing you to see a lot of times. And we're trying to shape narratives that are interesting for you. Cause a lot of the, yo, if you saw the amount of fat that we cut in these films, you would be shocked. You'd be like, they shot that much footage. That's the only time I ask. It's so easy to do. It's fucking it's so easy to do. It's so yeah. I could do it. If you could do it, just fucking do it then. Yeah. Um, and look, I, I know that feeling of people saying Adelia's chasing clout. Back when I dated Victoria, go check out Mark's blog today. Um, everybody said that I was a, a star fucker. I was a kid from a farm. I didn't have any fucking idea who this chick was. We filmed the whole movie together, and I still didn't understand that she was on a Nickelodeon show. I thought oh, it was for Nickelodeon, I thought it was Disney. Uh, she was on Zoe 101 first, and then she was on okay. Victorious. Mm -hmm. But I kept thinking when they kept saying Victorious, I thought that was like some phrasing that they used 
on some show that she was on. And I was like, oh, that's a that's a cool tagline. But you're victorious. Yeah, victorious, victorious. That's so weird. <laughs> weird, dude. <laughs> and it wasn't until months later as we were dating that I actually went back and I was like, holy shit, her show is called Victorious. I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. But to your credit, you're with us because you want to be with us. Right. You're here learning from Mark because Mark has taken it upon himself to make sure that when you lost your job, you had another one at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. As for those of you saying that she's chasing clout, that's fucked because she's inside of our friend group and we protect our friend group at all costs. That's not okay. We don't condone that. Please fuck off. I think like if, <laughs> if I was chasing clout, you would instantly know when you meet that person. You smell you know that what a mile I mean? Away. Like you, 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 you can tell. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just funny. Yeah. And then to Mark's haters comment, like you said, if you're not getting hate, you're not doing it right. I'm sorry. If, if everybody loves you all the time, I feel like you're fucking with people. I feel mm -hmm. like you're just a fucking piece of shit chameleon. Like you got to have some opinion somewhere. You've got to have some dirty uh, bones in the attic somewhere. And there is supposed to be hate, but it doesn't have to be all the time. I get it. I, you guys want to share your opinions too. But also it's so, it's good that we get hate inside of the love because it reinforces our commitment to each other and our challenge and our resolve inside ourselves. And we have to dig deep in ourselves because sometimes the hate stings because it's true. And sometimes the hate stings because it's so blatantly untrue. Yeah, I was just going to ask, why does that some like a comment like that get to you? It do, no, I it, it got to me for like a couple of seconds. But then after that, I'm just like, it's not yeah. anything that I should be worried about. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Um, well, it feels like an attack of your character. Like a tiny bit. Yeah. But mm -hmm. it would hurt me more if it was a really, really close friend that said that. Then I would get like sure. very like kind of butthurt about it and be like, whoa, okay. Mm. clearly you don't know me then mm -hmm. i don't know so um like a stranger saying that i just was like huh, <laughs> that's funny you know but i just want to bring it up i don't know also someone said actually there's a couple of comments that keep saying that my sister is prettier than me and you know what they're literally identical twins i it, I, <laughs> I was just uh, laughing i even I like text her i was like hair. Damn. Nose ring. That's a lot different. That's More all topical tattoos. stuff. You know, the, well, here's what, what I'll say why people think your sister's hotter. Because she's not as edgy as you. People stray away from edginess. They're not used yeah. to all the tattoos, the septum piercing, the dyeing the hair. That's mm -hmm. not normal. Yeah. Like nothing against your sister, but your sister's normal. Mm -hmm. She's a normal human being. She doesn't fuck with her body like you do mm -hmm. so when people see that stuff they're just like what the fuck like she's she's off the rocker mm -hmm. you know like that's the reason because your sister is more normal to them than you are yeah sometimes it gets to me not gonna lie because mm -hmm. i hate being compared to her but at the same time I, we've never had um a competitive relationship like that why do you hate being compared to your identical twin <laughs> i don't know that's the thing she is so much uglier than me. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Because I don't 
feel that we are twins like in my opinion because we just do not look alike to me at all but to other people obviously we do but to <laughs> me it just oh <laughs> sorry you okay sorry it's 1 a.m it's 1 a.m we're tired uh the competitive nature you said you don't have competitive nature no not really but in you saying that and you hate being compared to each other seems competitive but it's not because i don't do anything to be competitive like i'm it's not like i i disagree why do you think i'm competitive with her i think you don't realize it but yes from the outside looking in really when you're around your sister you're a different person really yes why yes why i am Mm I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't see it. I do. I'm sure. I'm yeah. No, I'm sure that other people do, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just. I I, I see it. I'm not gonna like say anything on the podcast. Oh oh, so it's mean. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love <laughs> that. I love that for me. <laughs> but I don't know your guys' relationship. You know, I only see what. I see with both of you. I've never hung out with your sister, just your sister. Do you guys have healthy relationships with your families? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Mark. This is so hard. So dramatic. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do. I do. You do? I've had, obviously, I've had uh, a past with my bro. We would fight, mm-hmm. argue. We didn't see eye to eye. But, yeah. you know, we've communicated and tried to work through that. And I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast. My brother gave me, like, the first compliment That's ever, dope. And I was like... I'm gonna write this fucking down. <laughs> Screenshot <laughs> that it. Does not happen often. What was it? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> but did you write it uh, down? Because I was so shocked in the moment when it happened. I was like, "Damn, this is the first time he's ever complimented." I think it was something about my song. He heard my song. Mm. He liked my song "Memory," and I was like, "Thanks, bro." <laughs> Why do you think it is that like the the family members or friends that like we didn't get along with or like we had some sort of like headbutting with that when they say something nice it means so much more than the people that have been nice to us the whole way because it doesn't come often it comes back to the whole thing that i used to say about my ex she would say i love you to my friends like george mm-hmm. and i was like yo it means nothing to me when you say i love you to my best friend but you, and then you say it to me you throw it around like the word the mm-hmm. that's my feeling about the word i love you that's why i don't say it to like you and you yeah. like I say it to my mom mm-hmm. and my dad and that's it right now mm-hmm. like cause it's fucking it, I don't say it often so when I do say it it's like oh shit like he means it mm-hmm. so when my bro doesn't compliment me ever mm-hmm. and then he throws me a compliment it's like oh fuck like he means it yeah <laughs> that's cool did it make you encouraged did it did you feel energized off of it what what was the reaction for the week the day yeah it felt good because it was like a little validation you know like Mm -hmm. okay cool and i think it took something for him to say it Mm -hmm. i think it's hard for people to compliment people sometimes for whatever reason it is whether it be jealousy or insecurities in themselves but we talked about this yesterday i hate uh we hate when people go not to boost your ego Right. And it, for whatever fucking reason, it's like, I'm not singling anybody out. Nine times out of 10 girls. Right. When they compliment <laughs> a guy, they're like, oh, I don't want to boost your ego, but like, you have nice eyes. Why is I that? I don't ever say that. First of all, if, 
I'm gonna give you a compliment. I just give you a compliment. I will say that I don't think the you've heck? ever given me a. I want them to have. But have you I, heard people I, say that? Yes. Why do you yeah. think that? It, why, I don't why do know, do and it's like, so annoying. It's like you give the compliment, but then you take it away. You put a but at the end of the compliment. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Why it's like you don't mean it at all. I'm yeah. sorry, but. Okay, yeah. so you just took away the whole apology. Right. Why? Why? Why do people do this? It's so annoying. Are just, you that insecure that you can't just give a compliment? Always, like I'm gonna say this whenever, like obviously we all know Pearson's a good-looking dude. Mm -hmm. Whenever we're with a group of guys and they introduce Pearson to their girlfriend, they always make a comment about them either like "Don't leave me for Pearson," or, like how attractive you are. Attra yeah. Like they they have to call out how yeah. attractive Pearson is. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, bro, if you would just be like. Oh, yo, this is my boy Pearson. And then yeah. like that goes so much further and shows so much confidence in yourself. Yeah. Rather than being like, oh, you know, don't leave me for Pearson. It's right. like, dude, how fucking insecure are you? That's that you so that? like if you're his girlfriend. If, yeah. OK, if I was his girlfriend and I like whatever my dude is like, whatever, I would be like. You just lost so many brownie points. Like, like I'm so unattractive to you. Like, why aren't you confident enough? Every time I a girl or anyone to Pearson, I'm like, oh, this is my roommate Pearson. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He walks down with his shirt off. I'm not like calling him out or anything like right. that. I'm like, oh, this is my roommate Pearson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. You do do that, which is super nice because it just feels normal. Yeah. I don't ever have to see the biggest problem I have with that because I don't really give my take on the fucking that two bits of that, but it fucking annoys the shit out of me because now I have to play dumb nice guy <laughs> for the rest of the fucking evening and i'm not the dumb guy i have to be like oh you have to literally go out of your ways to make sure now yeah that the girl doesn't think you're flirting with her yeah legitimately no no not even the girl girls don't give a fuck oh yeah flirt with them or not the guy. it's the guy yeah <laughs> bro these dudes are so insecure they go like it's this yeah. They're always glancing over at me and they're fucking doing bro, this thing. I'm bro, like, what? dude, I don't want sloppy seconds in the first place of the chick you just had sex with. Second of all, let it let some time pass. All right. Do you do you really think I don't have other options? Do you not think I have other things lined up? Look in my at life? me, <laughs> bro. Honestly, Jesus. and if you're with a girl or with a guy and you fear them leaving you for someone else. You got some issues in your relationship, right? Yeah, 100 percent. Whether real. it be with yourself or with each other. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Don't be with someone that you feel like doesn't want to be with you. Just leave. Yeah. Abandon that relationship. It's time to go. Be with somebody that genuinely You're already wants to be with like you. hanging on loosely. <laughs> bro, Pull bro, wait, wait, wait for this. So, ah, uh, God, I hope these people aren't listening to the podcast. Mm -hmm. We were at the gym and we ran into these two people. They were dating and they like have they're starting a channel and. She, and I was like, oh, yeah, like the dating thing does great on YouTube. Like I did it for two years, but obviously, you know, I, we broke up, so it didn't end well. And she's like, uh -huh. yeah, like I'm just worried about that, like our breakup <laughs> video. And me and Pearson were just like, oh, God, you guys are already not going to last. Dude, <laughs> you're, already, you're already talking about the breakup video. As soon as we went to Costco right after the gym, we go, so do you feel what I was feeling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they ain't going to last. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sorry if you guys are watching this video. is yeah, we're obviously just assholes with cameras. So like, that's yeah. just, you know, it's just an but it's like, if you're already worrying about like, oh, fuck, what about if we break up? What video am I going to make? You're probably going to break up. 100% going to break up. That is a, it is a, without a shadow of a doubt, I would be shocked if you got married. The thoughts already in your head. Yeah. You've been waiting for that. You're like planning it. You're like, how did David Dobrik do his breakup video? 
Mm. Bro, but going back, to, that just reminded me because I just saw the, the TikToker Josh Richards and his girlfriend Nessa Barrett. I just saw that too. So mm. I was at the studio the other day and I saw Nessa. She was there recording. Mm-hmm. And I saw this other TikToker. I think his name's Nate. He hangs out with mm-hmm. Taylor. Taylor Holder. I know Taylor and Kellyanne. Um, that was another motivating thing for me when I was at the studio. I was like, damn, these dudes are fucking doing music, cranking out the songs. I was like, this reminds me of myself. Like, yeah, just grinding. Like these people are 17 years old. I don't know how old the Nate guy is probably like in his twenties. Looks, looks a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just working. They're in LA working. Obviously, you know, they'll, get to the stage where they start to party as we all do when yeah. we live out here but their first thing right now is you know tiktok music youtube like grind mm-hmm. and it's having fun that doesn't feel like work to them yeah they've got so much energy at that age yeah that's it they're so innocent yeah to la <laughs> oh, man i think that's the perfect word for it yeah like you can pull an all-nighter and feel great the next day yeah and you're just like yeah on top of the world i feel good i can ju- you know i'm tired but i'm i'm great mm-hmm. i pull an all-nighter now and i just feel like trash I'm but like, it's a good lesson for anybody like the work ethic like mm-hmm. like a 17 year old's working fucking their 80 hours off. a week yeah because mm-hmm. they love it yeah they found their passion already yo i mean the vlog that i'm posting today when i go hang out with all these kids Right. Saxon invited me over. Yeah. She's like, do you want to see like this vlogs? My little brother's vlog squad. They're all kids. They're like 13, 14. And I was like, I was shocked. These kids were pulling 60 to 80 hour work weeks, but it wasn't like a work week, work week. It was fun to them. They were having a blast. With it's each like other. the new making videos for kids is like us going out back in the day and playing basketball and shooting hoops. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, playing baseball and riding yeah. bikes and skateboarding. Like their thing now is like, let's make a video. Yeah. I mean, this reminds me of when I was on the farm and I had a fucking VHS camera and I used mm-hmm. to literally film that I had an actual VHS before I got the cool ones. And, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd invite all my friends over and we'd all film, but we didn't have this kind of an opportunity. You didn't have any platforms to put it on. You'd invite your mom and your brothers into the room and, They'd all sit there and be like, Jesus Christ, we have to watch another one of the shitty videos. And then it's, it's funny because they all like mock the older YouTubers. They're like, smash that subscribe button. Hit that like. My name's Sawyer. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Those are good times. Yeah, to be young again, huh? Listen, it's one and something a.m. Yeah, it's one o'clock in the morning. I got to finish this edit. I got to hit that self tape in the morning and the gym tomorrow. And I got this girl coming over in the afternoon. For what? She's, she went to high school with me, and she's in town. She wanted to hang out. Dope. So got a busy day tomorrow. I'm posting. You're posting. Adelia's posting. All linked down in the description. Boom. We're posting that heat. We're working our asses off. So hit that subscribe button. Smash that like button. And turn, turn on the on bell for notifications. notifications. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Hopefully, we get this podcast set up. Stay lit, fam. Sorry, I'm looking at hot girls on Instagram. Ooh, Addison Ray. Bye. We could-